Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Mules and Goats. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, this is the next episode for season one. Um, we have a lot of great topics to talk about today. Um, and obviously, I'm joined by the mule, and I'm joined hey. by the goat. If you, hey, 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 if you forgot, just to kind of refresh your memory, our apologies. It's been a while since we've been on. Um, you know, we have uh, uh, the goat uh, coming from the U.S. Uh, military academy uh we have the mule who comes from the u.s naval academy and you have myself i'm the bear i'm your host of this show um i'll be taking the mule and the goat through different uh topics and and and, and discussions that we're going to go through so uh stick with us so uh mule goat how you guys doing doing well doing well uh this is the goat everybody uh went to the united states naval academy um, actually, before we start, let's go ahead and, you know, do our housekeeping and our, and our disclaimers. Um, as a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the views uh, that we express um, often vehemently um, on this podcast are our own, and they do not reflect the Department of Defense, uh, the, the, the Department of the Army or the Navy, um, or any of the service academies um, being West Point or Annapolis. Uh, these are our own thoughts. Um, and our own, you know, ramblings, and we hope you all enjoy. Back to you. So, you know, this is uh, this is this podcast is being recorded here in early January. Um, you know, so I just wanted to get you guys' opinions on this is a brand new year. Uh, you know, normally people have New Year's resolutions, and they basically kind of talk through those. And I'm not really asking you guys for resolutions, but is there what are you guys looking forward to? And uh, 2021, Mule, I'm going to start with you. But um, like, what, what are you looking forward to uh, this year? Thank you, um, Bear. It's, it's an interesting year. Um, 2021 is like you're turning the page of a, an interesting uh, horror story. And you're now hoping for some light at the end of the tunnel, um, so to speak. Um, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking for stable, predictive government. I'm looking forward to um, bigger and brighter things from a uh, financial standpoint. Um, I've uh, come up with what I call WIGs. Uh, that's wildly important goals for 2021. And I am decided to keep those to myself, the actual goals but I'm going to be trying to, to kill them and, and to show the world, uh, you know, what I'm all about. So, uh, I'm, again, I'm looking forward to my wigs. Again, wildly important goals that are personal goals that I want to attack. And, and I would invite everyone who's listening to set goals. And you don't need to stand on the corner or on your front porch and yell out those goals. Write them down to yourself and kill them. Execute. Repeat, pat yourself on the back and keep moving. I'm also looking forward to um, life post COVID-19. It's important now that we have a vaccine or several vaccines from several manufacturers that we get back to a, a certain level of um, a new beginning, um, a new normal. Kids going back to school, businesses um, getting back to normal. It is um, it, it'll be interesting to see in 2021 and 2022 how we have changed as a society here in the U.S. 
that's what I'm looking forward to. What do you think, Goat? Um, I think 2021 uh, is going to be an interesting year um, because assuming we arrive to January 21st um, without incident, um, we are going to inaugurate a new president and then so begins a year of healing. Um, but anyone that has uh, dealt with any sort of trauma or um, healing of an injury, um, the, the, phys- you know, the physical therapy and the healing is often more painful than the actual injury. Um, and so I think that we're going to continue to have spirited discussions on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And um, I think we're going to continue to see uh, people be, vi- uh, you know, vilified all over the world. Um, and a lot of I told you so's and a lot of um, um, just 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 moments of. You know, people not fighting fair, um, but hopefully, right? Um, you know, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris um, have mentally prepared themselves for that and are ready to see this nation through these next couple years of healing. Um, personally, for 2021, what I'm looking for is uh, growth, um, and that is, you know, growth of my of my own financial coffers um, and and taking action on some ideas that I've had and and uh, business decisions that I've you know been seeking to make. Um, I also am going to be looking to you know uh, you know grow and prosper in terms of health um, and and that's just what I want for everybody. You know, I, I want you to make more money slash you know get more money, and I want you to be more healthy. So. Yeah, that's where I am. What about you, Bear? Uh, you know, that's a great question. <clears throat> you know, for me, you know, one thing that I really want to do for 2021 is actually uh, just ki- just practice continuous learning. So, you know, people have this uh, this thought process to where, like, the older you get, you know, like you're you're less likely and uh, to learn new things and 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 to you know pick up new you know, uh, new habits and new traits. But, um, you know, me, one of my focuses for 2021 is just to focus on continuous learning, whether that's reading more, uh, you know, books, uh, articles, uh, whether it be articles on the internet. There are a couple of books that I still have to finish reading. Um, And not only in the second part of that, continuous learning is taking action. Like, I plan on taking more action in 2021 from the things that I have learned during my continuous learning, if that makes sense. So, you know, that's something that, you know, those are two things that I'm focused on, um, you know, for, uh, for 2021. Um, and I think that they'll help me by doing that, you know, to your point, uh, go like, or, or mule, I'm sorry, is that I do have personal goals, but if I do those two things, take action and then continuously learn, I will achieve those uh, by far. So those are a couple of things, you know, that, uh, that I'm focused on for 2021. But, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep with the, uh, with the healing like theme that you talked about go in 
Um, I, I kind of I had this subject later down the um, down this episode to talk about, but I just want to go ahead and get it out. You know, talk about the elephant in the room right now, and um, you know, I want to talk about what happened on the sixth. I believe it was the sixth. Uh, you know, um, at the Capitol, um, and 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 what that looks like in your thoughts and opinion. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with you on this one. Go like what what uh what are your key takeaways from that from what happened and what transpired on that day? Um, I. Even though I watched it happen live, um, just like I watched the Twin Towers, you know, get hit by the planes live uh, back in fifth grade, um, this just feels so much more surreal because it was our own citizens who overran the Capitol building. And if you've paid attention at all, you have watched thousands upon thousands of uh, black and brown people be arrested, um, be maced, tased, detained you know th- you know throughout the summer months while they were protesting the deaths of unarmed black people at the hands of the police and you listen to the calls of violence that um of the of the people on social media uh and you know the president and his staff and you know how how you know how they just wanted these protesters and rioters looters you know to be shot to be harmed to be killed to be run over and what we witnessed was those same people just overran what is supposed to be the second most secure or the third most secure building in the nation and the other buildings that i'm thinking of are the white house and the Pentagon, and they and 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 if you watch the videos, if you watch the videos, you could see the police officers waving them in, waving them in. It's it is it is just flabbergasting to me, and it is hard for me to watch because. You have the Blue Lives Matter people, which there was a Capitol Police officer who was killed after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. I hope that the people that hit him, you know, are served with murder charges. Um, And you have people crying out because there was an Air Force veteran who felt like she needed to climb through a barricaded window for what purpose? I don't know. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just out of, at a loss for words because, because all of these people are mostly uh, Caucasian Americans who, to my knowledge, um, 
you know, still have their jobs, still have their 401ks, still have all of this prosperity, all, all of the things that many black and brown people don't have. Like, what are they protesting against? Because the president lost the election and couldn't find a leg to stand on to try and take it? It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, where does this level of disgust come from? And if you pay attention to social media, they're saying that, that they're coming back on the 19th and the 20th and the 21st, except they're going to come with all of their weapons. I can't believe it. I, I'm, I, I, I am simply at a loss for words. You know, watching like the radicalization of the middle age, you know, of, of like the middle aged white American. The, apparently, the sky is falling because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be inaugurated as the president and vice president of the United States of America. And this, these last four years, right, have been. This is. This is the answer if Obama was the question. President Obama served eight years and people were so upset that a black man got to be president that this is our result. And this is where we are. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Sorry to be long-winded. Um, back to you, Bear. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great uh, perspective, um, I'll pass it over to you, Mule. Like, what are your, what's your takeaways from what happened? My takeaway is um, more as a, um, there's initially, there's some additional head shaking, but I shrugged my so shoulders because uh, what do you expect from um, this past administration? And um, I totally expect what occurred. I expected what had occurred. Um, I am close to a significant number of folks on social media and, and some additional back channel um, law enforcement channels. And um, we expected there to be some type of ruckus in the Capitol this past week. And so um, we expected it. Unfortunately, people got hurt. The um, so my, my response is this is unfortunate, but what do you expect from this administration? Um, I am absolutely a conservative guy, but I've never supported this current administration. Their leader has every business he's been into has always eventually gone bankrupt. It has always eventually been burned down. And um, I've said all along the folks that supported this administration um, you have to be careful because they used um, the leadership of this administration as a puppet to get what they needed done, whether they be environmental changes, pullbacks, whether it be tax cuts, whether it be whatever that favored the folks that controlled this administration. So my response is, is what do you expect Again, look at the track record. Every business that he's been involved with has been burned down. And he has found a way through uh, different tax maneuvers 
to be able to survive. But investors and people that thought that they that he would be there for them have always been burned down, have always taken the fall. So I go back to something I talked earlier. For me, 45, the 45th administration here is behind us. I'm looking forward to January 20th and beyond. I, we, we have a great country. Um, the, um, I still hold my conservative values um, and views intact. And um, what occurred is, is not United States of America. And we are still the number one country. And I'd like for us to hold on to that. But if we continue to go down this path, we will not be the number one country in the world. Those are my thoughts. Bear? Sorry, I, I want to cut in because um, I completely forgot about this. Think of all of the immigrants that have ever come to this country and what they were running away from. Because we have literally become what they were seeking to leave. And on top of that, right, I also, a lot of people don't believe this, just because I like calling out racism when I see it, and a lot of people associate racism with conservatism, but I also hold a lot of conservative values, um, especially monetarily. Um, and, and, and I simply just, like, I am a political scientist by schooling, um, and I am also, you know, a graduate of the United States Naval Academy, so I care about security. And if there was ever a time, if there was ever a time to blow up the Capitol building, it would have been on the 6th. And, and I can only imagine if you were in one of the intelligence communities and how you were trying to, A, deal with the spillage of, of confidential and secret information. Hopefully those places were locked up. Um, but the amount of sensitive information that may have left the Capitol or the people that might have been able to take advantage and just go in, walk into the United States Capitol building with this mob of people. I mean, think about the security breach from a data perspective, from a national security perspective. It's crazy. It, 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 it's crazy. Sorry. Back to you, Bear. No, no, you're good. You're good. And and this is this is my take on 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 all that because you know, uh go you said something that I, I wasn't aware of, meaning that um I didn't know like on inauguration day that th th that this same uh type of mob is supposed to be there to, you know, I I guess protest or, or, or try to stop it. Is, is that is that is that correct? Am I correct by saying so, that? Is that, is that based what you've heard? On what I read, uh, go, uh, if you don't know, they have, uh, there's another social media platform called Parler, and it's where um, a lot mm -hmm. of conservative voices feel like uh, they can go, where they won't feel like they won't be censored by the things that they're saying. Um, I believe that if you're being censored by, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter, you it's probably because you're saying some off the wall stuff. But, you know, that's just my perspective. Um, but, yeah, you know, they're mm -hmm. at, what 
whether those posts are trolls or not, they they effectively say that anywhere between the 17th and the 21st, that there's going to be a march on Washington, but it's going to be a militia march on Washington of millions of conservatives and their and their weapons. Live and in color. Okay, well. This is this is my this is my new takeaway on what you on the new information that I've just received. Close to inauguration day, leading up to inauguration day, there needs to be SWAT, frogmen, Green Beret, FBI, <laughs> CIA, <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> uh, they 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 better resurrect Iron Man. They I mean they better have everybody. I'm talking about every single, you know, you know, uh, uh, provision in place to uh, prevent this. And I'm just really curious to see what that's going to look like um, the closer we get to inauguration day, because uh, we know what the differences we saw from the summer versus what we saw on the sixth. So, um, wow. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, move on. You know, uh, you know, with the topics that we have here, um, those are awesome perspectives on on what happened that day, and hopefully, Sorry, you never have to I've see something like that ever again. I've got one more spicy hot take um, that you know that I just think is interesting. Go ahead. You know, as you continue to peel back the onion on this, yeah, man. Um, do you know what comes with being a, you know, president, right after you get out? I, I so, do, man. I know some of them. Like I know some of the so perks. He's going to receive like, two hundred thousand uh, dollars from the taxpayers every single month. Um, he's going. Excuse me. Yearly, uh, he has a secret service detail that will be with him for the rest of his life. Um, I, I really do feel like you know if we can confirm a justice in seven days, uh, then we can impeach a president in 12 but that's just my take because i don't think he deserves all of those things from the american people i really don't i personally think that's a waste of time and money yeah it um we uh today is the what 10th and eight days from now we'll have a new president I nine days from now, whatever, 10 days from now, we'll have a new president. The baggage of bringing in, trying to impeach um, the current president to get him removed from office, to get him charged. All of that is continue to um, disrupt the American society. I'd be willing to bet, you know, I'd be able to take a side wager that more than likely that um, there are going to be different governmental offices that are going to try to bring charges against the current president. I'd be willing to bet that our, the new president-elect Biden is going to pardon uh, Donald Trump. The, the whole purpose is, is that we need to settle down our country. We need to get our markets back in order so that they're, they're predictable. When government needs to be predictable, you follow the laws that are written. You follow the constitution. And so trying to get him impeached is a waste of time and money. If you couldn't do it the previous three years and 350 days, 
Why are you waiting now the last minute to do this? He has been the exact same from the beginning. Uh, he just had people early on who he who tried to keep him under control. So trying to get him impeached, trying to get him out of office, it's not going to happen. It's a waste of time. Again, my opinion, but, you know, time will tell. He's going to be pardoned and we're going to keep moving forward as a country. There, let's go. Why are we spending time on this? Okay. Got it. Got it. I, I was going to throw a little wild card in there about like the conversations that he had, you know, to the, when he nah. called Georgia up and tried to strong arm them about them uh, finding some. The rule of law matters. State, but That's you know all what? I got to say. The rule Let's of law on. matters. It matters. <laughs> it matters. There is, th- th- there is a reason why there are sentences. There is a reason why there is a court of law. The man needs to go to prison for the rest of his life. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people say Trump, Rudy, all them people at that rally have blood on their hands, man. A lot of people say that. I mean, whether what's going to happen from that, I don't know. But, dude, like, it, it, it's, it's a, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I just don't know if there are going to be consequences for uh, what happened. Um, so I mean, someone the whole else is going to so, go to jail, yes, for what happened. But they will not be the current president. So all these people who are trying to be headhunters and think that it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. And so I hear everyone getting all puffed up. But the truth of the matter is, is that if you couldn't get him for all of the things that have occurred, think about the people that he has pardoned that are that were in his back pocket that committed crimes that went to jail that were convicted and went to jail and he told them ahead of time don't be a snitch and I'll pardon you and he did what he said he was going to do and 10 days before the inauguration of the president elect you think we're going to get him out of office why are we wasting our time on this it, it, don't read you're wasting your time if you read news articles you watch the news and the news, their job is to sell the news because they want to get paid also. We're wasting our time as a country. Move on. It's 2020. Move on. Let's get the vaccine. Let's focus on getting kids back to school. I need to have March Madness. Okay? And I, we need to move on with, with America and stop with this divisive conversation. It's not going to happen. But again, I'll take, I'll take a $25 bet. Who thinks he's going to be impeached and taken out of office? He's not even going to the inauguration. Think about that. He's not even going to the inauguration. So what do you think that's going to happen? He's going to be chilling in Florida. I think that that line of thinking is the reason why black people will never, ever get what they're owed from this country. It's just like, oh, you know. Let bygones be bygones. Let it live in the past. Let's just move forward. Everything's fine. The bad man's gone now. Don't you worry about it. And that, my friend, is bullshit. If you it, it, people have been shot, people have been killed, people have been beaten, trying to find justice and liberty. And what you're and what you're telling them is that even if the president himself incites a riot to go and storm the Capitol building because he disagrees with what happened, 
don't worry about it. Let him keep collecting his $200,000. Let him keep having the Secret Service detail that's supposed to protect him for life. Just, 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 just forget about it. Everything's okay. That is, I, I, I vehemently disagree with that. But we can move on. So I'm a realist. I am a realist. And, I, and I'm not going to waste time. I mean, this should have never happened from the beginning. But again, I, I'm a realist as we move forward. No, he, he absolutely incited a riot. But I'm a realist. And so do I think we should, if there were crimes committed, they should be investigated, prosecuted, and people should be held accountable. But to think that you're what you to think that you're going to impeach him and get it done before the twentieth, before the inauguration, I think that's a waste of time. So, all right, I'm good. So, all right, so hold on, like, uh, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. But see, now I, I have I have to put this one more question, in, and I'm going to ask you, uh, Mule. So, who do you think should be held accountable? for the five deaths at the Capitol. I'd like to start first with the Capitol City Police, the folks that are responsible for protecting the Capitol. I'm sitting here in middle America, and I knew that there was going to be a ruckus, that there was going to be a riot at the Capitol. I knew two weeks ago. I also knew that a significant number of those people were law enforcement that were going. Did they not know? Or did they know? And that's why you didn't have the type, the same type of response when Black Lives Matter marched on the Capitol. And and because they knew that it was going to be a significant number of law enforcement that were part of the rioters, that's why they did not think they didn't have the same type of man response at the Capitol. That's who should be investigated. That's a sacred place in our country. And so. Um, we need to investigate why we didn't have proper response. Why was the Capitol not protected? Why were our congressmen, our senators not properly protected? We need to understand that. That for me, that that's what that's the path I think we need to go down. And initially the National Guard wasn't gonna be called. That's crazy. I agree. I agree. Okay. I, again, I, I just wanted to ask and put it out in the universe because to me, there has to be some consequences for these people dying, you know, um, over some foolishness about, you know, there's no way that by any law, the, the Constitution, that the election was going to be overturned that day. So what was the purpose? Like, who, what was the genesis of this? Like, who's going to be held responsible for these deaths? People died that did day you, on the 6th. Sorry, did you, you know? see what so anyhow, he tweeted um, about thought, Mike Pence Go ahead. five minutes after the decision that right before he told them to storm the building? Because, so, so President Trump um, I did not. in his, in his uh, tweets, basically his last ditch Hail Mary was Mike Pence was going to be the 51st vote in order to, you know, make it so that the election results weren't certified and it would go back to the state houses. And Mike Pence was like, nope, there's not enough here for me to do that. And so he certified the vote. 
And so then mm. that's when the president said, Mike Pence doesn't have a spine. He doesn't have the ability to do this, this, this. He's a coward. He should have blah, 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 blah. Like his own vice president in front of God and country on Twitter. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. Right. And yeah, no, I know. I agree. I agree. You know what? No, since we're here, I, I still got one more question about this because this, there's a lot of layers to unpack. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. But I do have one more wild card question that I am going to throw out, and it's this. Do you guys feel like President Donald J. Trump has forever eliminated any possibility for him running again, any political aspirations? Was that all done in the span of the eight hours that they stormed the Capitol and he had his rally? Or what? It's like, what do you Trump's guys party. thought on that? It is no longer the Republican Party until the Republican Party decides that they want to have it back. Because right now, it's all Trump. And Trump said he's running again in 2024. So I can, uh, you know, I would bet a lot of money that he's going to try and run again. Mule, what do you think? I think that the Republican Party has to realign itself. With what? They've lost their ideals. I am. It will be gr- It is um, it, actually, it's going to be great theater over the next three and a half years. I think that you're going to get to a point where we're going to get back to a, we've been teeter tottering on the edge of a cliff. We're going to back away from the cliff from a governmental standpoint, and we're going to have some uh, grown-up uh, government, and, and you're going to have a group of people that are going to govern our country properly, fairly down the middle. But the Republican Party is going to spin out of control for the next year, and it'll be very interesting to see if Vice President Pence has the backing he has the political capital, but does he have the financial backing to stand up and say, hey, I'm the new leader of the Republican Party and I should be your representative. I should be the presidential candidate on the ticket in 2024. This, you're talking about that the is, same Mike Pence that no, said because you can shot you the gay out of somebody, right? That Mike Pence. Yes. Mike Pence stood up and made the right decision, the constitutional decision to say that uh, the current president did not have the votes or did not have the standing, did not have, there was no fraud, that the votes were good. He also was there in the bunkers with the rest of the senators and congressmen who fled like scared um, church mice when they were taking the Capitol. Mike Pence absolutely has some clout moving forward within the Republican party. And there's a bunch of conservative folks, evangelicals that'll look to Mike Pence, in my opinion, to be the new leadership for the Republican party, that he is more uh, reserved. He is more conservative, whether or not you, you think you, you agree with what he did the previous three and a half years as the vice president, he stood there and made the right call. Um, there, there's a significant number of um, staff members, cabinet members, 
that have either resigned or come online to, to not like the fact that the president incited a riot or in their opinion, that's what he did. And they are in line with uh, the vice president. The question is, can he get the financial backing? Can he get the Republican Party on his side? Because our current president does have a significant backing. Now, whether that's the Republican Party or a splinter group of the, Republic, of the Republican Party, there is a significant people that are Trump or die. It, it's actually fascinating from a political standpoint. I don't like it. I don't support it. But it's fascinating. It's fascinating, just like Hitler was. Hitler had his own ideology. I had a, a debate with somebody. They were running off the mouth with me about Hitler. And I said, what was Hitler trying to grow? They were like, oh, an Aryan race that were blonde-haired, blue eyes. I said, do you know what Hitler looked like? And they looked at me with a blank face. Because I, I studied this thing. I got books I can look at right now that talk about war since like the 1700s. I can go back to war in the Middle Ages. I know about this history thing. If you ask the average American, what did Hitler look like? Hitler didn't look like the Aryan race that he was trying to bring up. The point is, is that the, the current president has a following. 72 million people in I the United States voted it. for him this year. 72 million people voted for him. So don't think he's going away. Let's, let's not get it twisted. He's not going away. And let's say half of those people disagree with what happened on the Capitol. There's still half that are with him. They are ride or die. So it will be very interesting going forward to see if Mike Pence has the financial backing to take the presidency, to take the lead in the Republican Party for 2024, or will it be President Trump? I'm, I'm excited about it. Here's the thing. Regardless, they're going to lose, and Biden is going to be president again. Assuming his health holds up. See, you're, you're doing too much right now. You're doing too much right now. Let's wait. You're doing way too much right now. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 time out, time out. And both you guys like know, you know, uh, head and shoulders more about politics than I do, right? So, this is my this is my question, and this is just. When I heard the word great theater, it, it made me think of this. So, you know how you have like the, the debates, right? So let's say that, you know, let's say everything stands pat and Biden and Harris run again for 2024, right? So now with Trump, let's say, so to me, to your point, uh, Mule, you have like a divide in the Re Republican Party. You have people that might want to split and go with a more traditional politician, conservative, like Pence, then you have the extremist Trump or die, ride or die people on the other hand, right? So would Trump and Pence like debate, you know, and try to like run against each other to, to be president? Or, or what does that look like? Or does Trump, you know, because I don't think that you can mend the relationship between Trump and Pence to where it even Hell if though. Trump ran again, would Pence run as, run as his vice president? Exactly. So you, the, you the answer is, so is like, that I don't know. I, I, I think it's very interesting. System, the Republican primary system. And uh, Pence would, again, have to run against Trump in the primaries. 
Now, what Pence would have to do is talk about who his vice president will be. Is it Ryan out of Wisconsin? Who, who is his uh, vice president um, that he is anticipating in order to, over, to beat Trump in the primaries for each state? And that's, that's what you'd have to figure out. Um, but yes, they're going to have to run in the primaries and then get to the point where you have, um, a, again, the Republican National Convention in 2024 in the summer. Who are they going to pick as their leader going forward? And that will be great theater because it'll be another riot at the wherever the Republican Convention is going to be in 2024. It's going to be a riot. It's going to be a disaster. And then somebody will come out on top and then they will go against the Biden Harris ticket. So. Um, that's how that works. And I, I'm, I'm actually looking, I'm excited to see it. I can't tell you, I look forward to um, the debates when you talk about how the Republican Party is going to move forward. It, it's from a, if you're a political uh, scientist, if you're a political science major, um, you, you're like, this is the heyday. You want to be alive and, and, in, involved with politics right now and understand what's going on so that you can tell it to your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Um, I, I'm looking forward to reading school books, uh, whether they be online or physical school books, textbooks about history, about what we're going through right now. It, it, it's fantastic. It's better than, it's better than science fiction. A absolutely. It, it is. It is. I, I think that, you know, you have people like the Josh Howleys of the world who, you know, even though like he had the perfect opportunity on the six, right. To like, you know, um, you know, he went in to basically say that they needed to, you know, uh, have a 10 day commission and, you know, maybe the Senate, you know, decides who, who the president is or whatever that works. Right. Um, you know, I, I believe that he has presidential aspirations, but, you have to ask yourself, is he lining himself with those 72 million people who voted for Trump and tried to take over that train? Like, what does that look like? So, again, I, I'm just adding ingredients to this gumbo that we're cooking you know, as far as, like, what the Republican Party is going to look like, you know, uh, uh, in, in, in three years when they start to, you know, um, for the Republican National Convention, what does that look like? Who are they going to choose? Uh, so it is great to enter in, and I'll definitely have my popcorn ready. They're going to create uh, a it Trump out. party. It's going to be the party of Trump. And that will be how they split the faction from the Republican Party so that the Republican Party can start to heal and mend itself. Um, and so just like you have the GOP, you got the Libertarians and you got, you know, the the. You know, the alt-right, you're going to have the Trump party. And Lord only knows what they're going to look like. It's it's going to be ugly, but <sighs> Jesus Christ, we 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 truly are living in the time of history, and it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was a lot to unpack. On here on Mules and Goats, uh, you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking about that, but we're going to matriculate uh, this conversation ball down the road.
Um, and I'm going to lighten it up a little bit, you know, from people storming the Capitol, uh, <laughs> which is a little different. And now I'm just going to switch it up here and just talk about, um, you know, uh, hopefully with the vaccine that we have, uh, that's going to be administered and hopefully the world, not only America, starts to open back up, right? And, and people will want to travel and, and move to and fro. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, go, what does that look like for you, man? Like, are there any places that you that you want to travel once it starts to open um, things back up? As a matter of fact, um, I do have that, that you have in mind. That, what does that look know, like I would for like you? to travel to. Um, you, know, my, you know, the mule has been telling me about Turkey since he went, oh, I believe it was 10 years ago. Um, and so I have always wanted to go to Turkey and, you know, post Corona seems like a great time. And then also uh, one of my most favorite um, bosses on one of the ships that I had the pleasure to serve on, um, you know, gentleman by the name of Craig, uh, Craig McDonald. Um, he tells me that Bali is simply the best place in the world that he has ever been. And I want to go. So uh, Bali is is uh, my other place that I want to go once uh, coronavirus opens up. Turkey and Bali. Oh, okay. Okay, Turkey and Bali. I mean, both of those places definitely sound um, very cool and interesting to go to. How about you, Mule? Any place you trying to go to once this COVID, you know, the world so opens back up? First... Let's talk about Bali. First, um, my Bali is in Indonesia, and I've heard a significant amount of information about Bali, but I'm concerned. We've had now in the last 10 years, probably three to four flights that unfortunately haven't made it out of Indonesia. Um, and so taking a flight in and out of Bali is a problem for me. Um, so I'm not going there. Their planes don't work coming out of Bali. Not sure why. Um, that's probably an ancient aliens conversation, but I digress. So where do I want to go? I, I can tell you, I, I just want to go to, back to South Carolina. Ain't no peace in South Carolina. While. Um, okay, so I'll just, again, let me start over. <laughs> yeah, right. I, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Okay, so I, I just want to go. Visit. I'm sorry, go ahead. I got people... <laughs> I got people in South Carolina. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Visit for a minute. That's number one. Uh, number two, uh, the truth is, is that there, I, I want to go to two places. One is South Africa, uh, specifically uh, Cape Town. And, um, and then the other place is Ghana. I want to go visit those two countries. Um, if you look at our, um, just the history of the world, there's a significant amount of history in both of those two places. And they're, they're both of them are supposed to be beautiful places. So I'm looking forward to travel opening up. I'm looking forward to the vaccine and life getting back to a new normal so I can travel to those two places. Th those two places are, are absolutely beautiful. Uh, I would quite honestly like to buy property in one of those two places. So that's what I'm looking forward to. How about you, Bear? Um, you know, um, that's, those are, those are all great places. And, you know, I ask these questions, but I really haven't thought about it a lot 
um, you know, myself, like, you know, where, where do I want to go? Um, you know, I, I've always wanted to go, you know, over to Europe, um, you know, uh, and just check out some of the places. Uh, I mean, there's so many different places to go uh, over in Europe. You know, um, I've definitely loved going to Paris. Um, I would, you know, I love to drink dark beer. I would love to go to, go to some of the pubs over in, um, you know, over in Ireland, you know, or, or uh, Dublin, you know, wherever. So um, just uh, definitely want to hit Europe and hit a, a couple of the countries over there. Um, you know, that's kind of been on my bucket list. So those are two places that I have um, that I want to travel to. So we'll see. We'll see how that works out. You know, it all depends on how the world opens up with the vaccine. Um, you know, with COVID, actually, the last time that we had, uh, you know, one of our episodes, like COVID wasn't even ramping up like it is now. We have this uh, mutated version of COVID, um, you know, that's, 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 that's uh, twice as uh, contagious as the initial uh, virus that came out. Um, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. So Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, uh, and and tell your friends about us um, so that we can grow our listenership. And we and uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. See you.